News Source 1 Messiana. News and headlines the way you want in the morning. This is News to Go, your morning show focusing on the top stories from various news outlets. Also available via our Anchor Podcast app. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRoxtra. There's ongoing trouble in Haiti. The capital city of Port-au-Prince has been hit hard by fuel shortages and gang violence. More than two weeks of fuel deliveries interrupted by gang blockades and abductions of fuel truck drivers now driving residents to a desperate search for gasoline. It is, of course, widely used to run the generators needed to compensate for the country's unreliable electrical system. Some gangs have reportedly been demanding extortion payments to allow fuel trucks to make their deliveries. Jason Walker reporting. Also at SRNNews.com, pump prices jumped 13 cents over the last two weeks. Nationwide average now $3.44 a gallon. Fuel price analyst Trilby Lundberg says you can thank surging crude oil costs, and she said what you pay will depend on where you live. Houston is the low, 291. Minneapolis, 311. Atlanta, 338. Denver is 344. Long Island, 348. And the highest San Francisco Bay, and if you are driving a diesel, you're up a little as well. Sudan's information ministry says military forces have detained a number of Sudanese government figures. Sudan's main pro-democracy group has reported Internet and phone outages. The group has also called on people to hit the streets to counter an apparent military coup. Sudan has grappled with a transition to democracy since mass protests toppled longtime autocrat Omar al-Bashir. Andrew Stewart reports Monday's arrests follow weekend meetings between a U.S. special envoy and Sudanese military and civilian leaders in trying efforts to resolve the dispute. On Wall Street, Dow futures up 23 points early. This is SRN News. Another church wins a coronavirus case. This time it's Jackson County, Missouri, paying nearly $150,000 for placing greater restrictions on a house of worship than on anybody else during the worst of the pandemic. Abundant Life Baptist Church in Lee's Summit takes the money to settle a lawsuit filed against the county over its restrictions. They favored bars, restaurants, and other secular businesses over churches. Judges in several other locations have ruled in favor of congregations in similar suits. Michael Harrington, SRN News. A growing number of U.S. troops are followers of Wicca. There's no official stats on how many Wiccans are in the military, but one pagan group says it has sponsored about 50 Wiccan events at military installations throughout the U.S. and abroad. Since the late 1970s, Wicca has been included in the military chaplain's handbook. First official Wicca gathering on a military base, Fort Hood, Texas, in 1997. This is SRN News. Mississippi is prepping for its first execution since 2012 with once-a-week rehearsals. David Neal Cox is scheduled to be put to death November 17th for the 2010 murder of his wife, in which he pled guilty. The sentence had been appealed, but Cox withdrew it, calling himself worthy of death. Corrections Commissioner Burl Kane would not confirm how Cox will be put to death, but does say the state obtained lethal injection drugs, which have been hard to come by after drug makers started blocking their use for executions. Kane says execution rehearsals are usually done once a month at the Mississippi State Penitentiary at Parchman, but they've been bumped up to once a week. I'm Julie Walker. 
President Biden has announced his intent to nominate Stephen Cliff as administrator of the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Cliff is a former California pollution official and has been deputy administrator since February. More at SRNNews.com. News Nation This Hour, I'm James Sears. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says a deal is basically done for the human infrastructure package. With 90% of the bill agreed to and written, we just have some of the last uh, decisions to be made. She told CNN there will be agreement on the bills and the plan is to vote on the bipartisan infrastructure bill this week. Pelosi said the Democrats are ready to fund the bills because they were originally ready to pay for a much larger number. She added that even if half the proposed legislation is taken away, it's still a massive bill that would help millions of Americans. California is getting a dangerous taste of wintry weather. Millions of people are bracing for more rain, flooding and mudslides today. A storm known as a bomb cyclone slammed into the northern part of the state yesterday, forcing evacuations in areas scorched by wildfires. The storm is now expected to soak Los Angeles. Washington and Oregon are also drenched with power outages in all three states and two deaths in Seattle. Actor Alec Baldwin had an emotional meeting over the weekend with the husband and nine-year-old son of the cinematographer killed in an accidental shooting on a New Mexico movie set last week. Helena Hutchins was killed when Baldwin pulled the trigger on a gun he was told was unloaded. No charges have been filed in connection with the incident. No funeral will be held for Brian Laundrie after inconclusive autopsy results. He's the Florida man wanted in connection with his fiancée's death during their cross-country road trip. His partial remains found last week in a Florida nature reserve are now being sent to a forensic anthropologist for further analysis. They'll then be cremated. Vaccines could be available for nearly 30 million kids by the end of next week. That according to White House Chief Medical Advisor Dr. Anthony Fauci. An FDA advisory panel is reviewing the Pfizer vaccine tomorrow. Fauci expects it to move quickly if approved. So if all goes well and we get the regulatory approval and the recommendation from the CDC, it's entirely possible, if not very likely, that vaccines will be available for children from 5 to 11 within the first week or two of November. Fauci says he doesn't want to get ahead of the FDA or CDC, but is making an estimation based on data recently made public. Friday, Pfizer announced its vaccine was proven to be 91% effective in children. Find News Nation on your cable or satellite provider and stay up to date around the clock at NewsNationNow.com and on the News Nation Now app. I'm James Sears. Your weather forecast on this Faith and State Show Monday. The flood watch is no longer in effect, although rivers will be rising and standing water will be a problem, according to the National Weather Service. Monday, showers and possibly a thunderstorm before noon, then showers likely. Some of the storms could produce heavy rain, high near 50. Northeast wind around 15 miles per hour, with gusts as high as 35 miles per hour. Chance of precipitation is 90%. New precipitation amounts between a quarter and half of an inch possible. Monday night, a 30% chance of showers, mainly before 7 p.m., mostly cloudy, with a low around 39. North wind 10 to 15 miles per hour, with gusts as high as 30 miles per hour. Tuesday, sunny, with a high near 54. North wind around 10 miles per hour. Tuesday night, patchy frost after 3 a.m., otherwise, mostly clear, with a low around 35. North wind around 5 miles per hour becoming calm. Wednesday. Patchy frost before 9 a.m., otherwise, mostly sunny, with a high near 56. According to a new poll from the Public Religion Research Institute, 47% of respondents think all people should be required to use the restroom that corresponds with their gender at birth. 
53% say it doesn't matter what bathroom they use. Amongst religious people, 72% of white evangelical Protestants, 55% of white mainline Protestants, and 50% of white Catholics agree that transgender people should not be able to use whatever restroom they wish. Michael Harrington, SRN News. News Source 1 Michiana is still your station for happy and whole in him and school and community. News from Sylvia Stark. Michiana Racing Coverage still expounds with Ron Barash and we give a hearty station welcome to Fred Webster who will cover Plymouth and Rochester News. More is coming next. Presidential spokeswoman Jen Psaki says the government is doing what it can to gain the release of the missionaries. We are working around the clock to bring these people home. They're U.S. citizens. And there has been targeting over the course of the last few years of U.S. citizens. The 16 Americans and one Canadian affiliated with Christian Aid Ministries of Ohio were abducted a week ago. It is U.S. policy not to negotiate with those holding hostages or for the government to pay ransom. Greg Clugston, the White House. Welcome to 2021 Talks, where we are following our democracy in historic times. We don't have time to be wasting on these phony, trumped-up culture wars, this fake outrage that the right-wing media peddles to juice their ratings. Former President Barack Obama cautioned against the politics of tribalism while campaigning for Virginia gubernatorial candidate Terry McAuliffe this weekend. The former governor is neck-and-neck neck with Republican Glenn Youngkin with just over one week to go until the election. Obama accused Republicans of working to suppress the vote. Instead of spreading misinformation and disinformation about the last election, we should be trying to strengthen our democracy and make it easier for more people to vote in future elections. Yunkin, a first-time candidate from the private sector, talked about tax and education reform during a statewide bus tour. My opponent's been doing this for 43 years, and I've been doing this for 40 weeks. And I just think Virginians are so ready for a fresh perspective with fresh ideas versus the recycled, tired old politics of the past. The race is viewed as a bellwether for 2022, with polls of Democratic voters there showing less enthusiasm than Republicans. President Joe Biden heads to Newark today to rally support for his Build Back Better agenda. On Sunday at his home in Delaware, Biden met with Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin. There are unconfirmed reports that Democrats are considering ditching the Medicare expansion and paid leave portions of the bill as negotiations move toward a final price tag that's closer to $2 trillion, down from $3.5 trillion. Meanwhile, a group of House Democrats want Senate leaders to ignore the parliamentarians' ruling against putting immigration relief in the reconciliation package. Congressman Jesus Choi Garcia of Illinois points out that the presiding officer has legal authority to overrule the opinion. As people give and take and we find the important solutions that our country needs today, immigrants and immigrant relief needs to be a part of that. Detentions of migrants at the border have passed 1.7 million for the fiscal year 2021, the highest number recorded. Many Republican governors are calling on the Biden administration to reinstate the policy that requires asylum seekers to return to Mexico to await U.S. court hearings. Meanwhile, Texas Republican Congressman Chip Roy wants his state to take over control of securing the border. We need to defend our communities, secure the border, hold the line, and frankly, put a little tension with the feds and call their bluff. I don't believe that Joe Biden or federal authorities have the gumption to try to come into Texas and tell us we can't secure Texas. 
The chair of the House Committee investigating the January 6th Capitol riot says the panel is working with Facebook to look into the financing of the rally prior to the attack. Mississippi Congressman Benny Thompson also says he does not rule out subpoenaing former President Donald Trump. I'm Mary Sherman for Pacifica Network and Public News Service. Find our A-Trust indicators to support accuracy and transparency online at publicnewsservice.org. This is News Source 1 Michiana, Elkhart South Bend, 